Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian, and today we're going to review the film The Gray Man on Netflix. And this film stars Ryan Gosling as, I don't know why they have that name, but his name is Six in the film. <laughs> Anna de Armas as Danny Miranda, Chris Evans as Lloyd Hansen, uh, Dinesh as Avic San. Uh, is that Reggae or Reggae? John Page. As Denny. I'm just going to call him Denny, the commander. Um, Jessica Henwick as Suzanne. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton as Donald. Alfrey Woodard as Maurice. And that's pretty much the main cast there. But this film is about when the CIA's top asset, his identity known to no one, uncovers agency secrets, he triggers a global hunt by assassins set loose by his ex-colleague. So what did you get from the film, The Gray Man? Uh, I thought it was, um, you know, classic uh, action movie. Reminded me a little bit of, um, I don't know, it, the relationship he had with the the girl, the young girl, reminded me of um, Rush Hour. Um, I think it was the first one, the Asian girl they're trying to protect. I don't know why. Like it wasn't anything else it was similar to that. But um, other than that fact, but basic basic action film we have. Someone who's trying not to get burned by the agency he works for. Um, I feel like he was a bit, um, Six's skills were a bit like, how did he get them? We understand he went to jail because he killed his father at a young age, but. Ooh, spoilers. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. But um, how, does he be- how does he become a-, a mercenary by being in jail? Like, they-, they didn't have any other proof that he was actually like, capable of the stuff he was doing. Um, we didn't see him train or anything like that. Uh, but no, I thought it was. Well written, fun to watch. Chris Evans um, playing Lloyd uh, as kind of the reckless guy, um, not necessarily a villain, but yes, villain, anti-hero. I don't know. Um, was fun seeing him in that character, but yeah. So you think he might be an anti-hero? I don't know if he was a villain, but he also wasn't good. I mean, he was the antagonist, I guess. But was he really? He was given a job, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would say that he is the villain and I thoroughly enjoyed him. I think he was probably the best part of the film. Oh, he was hilarious to watch. <laughs> I mean, he had some of the best lines. Uh, the only memorable lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it almost felt like parts of it was ad-lib because they were just like his his insults or um when he got hurt things he would say it was it was funny yeah 
Um, I did enjoy this film for the most part, but as somebody would say, things might be a little bit gray or uh, you kind of feel in the middle about it. That's how I kind of feel about this film. Um, it's highly action-packed. I really like the way that they film the action. Um, the guys who directed this were the Russo brothers who've done um, the biggest Avengers films and the last two Captain yeah. America films. Um, it's not the same type of action, but the action is filmed very well, especially with like how they follow behind some of the action. Um, it's really good. Sometimes over the top too, <laughs> especially towards the middle. Yes. But um, as far as the actors go, I feel like it's, it kind of was a waste. Um, you do have some pretty good actors here, some A-listers, you know, Ryan Gosling. Um, I felt like he could have had more of a personality, but yep. he, he didn't really. <laughs> it was pretty dry. Very dry. Uh, Anna de Armas, um, she pretty much did what she usually does. I mean, um, everybody else was pretty bland or just angry. Uh, but Chris Evans, he got angry, but he was very expressive. Mm-hmm. He um, said a lot of jokes. He was he was the, the best part of the film. Um, I enjoyed every time that he came on screen because you knew that <laughs> something was going to go down. He was yeah. a, a very good fighter. Um, probably was the biggest challenge to six being played by Ryan Gosling, but um, just the best part of the film. Yeah, for sure. Um, hilarious throughout. Um, his boss, um, and I should probably have looked up how to pronounce his name, um, but it's like French, um, Mr. Page, um, Denny Carmichael in this is kind of like the, um, he is the uh Boss, he's not the big boss though. They keep referencing who the big boss is, um, and he's working for him, but they never say who that person is. I never have him on screen, but um, I feel like he was he was trying to be that that villain behind the scenes, that guy who's like um, like uh, in the boys, the um, the leader of the big company of you know that kind of scary, intimidating person. Um, behind the scenes, but it just wasn't selling for me. It felt very amateur. I don't know why. I, I agree totally because he, there was really nothing memorable about him. Um, he pretty much was just pissed off the whole time, never got anything done. And he was just trying to call the shots when he wasn't really the big boss. He no. was like the guy who was in charge, like the, you know, the manager that was there for the day. Um, but, you know, there's a big boss behind him. If he doesn't get his job done to get all these other employees in order, then he's going to suffer the consequences. Mm-hmm. But um, he never succeeded in anything. Really, most of the guys that he tries to get to um, six and kill him, it, nothing comes through for him. Um, right. He's just sitting around angry all the time, um, trying to get things out of people, but just not being successful one bit billy bob thornton he was fine he didn't mm-hmm. really do anything yeah 
he was believable. I mean, he was on um, Six's side the whole time, kind of. Um, and then Six was, of course, protecting his granddaughter, and who had to have like the saddest story. I mean, a pacemaker as a child, like super fragile, she can't get overexcited, um, or she like has, I don't know, heart attacks or something. I don't know. Um, I think with that condition, there's no way she would have survived this film the way she did. Um, but they were piling it on thick with like the soft story making us feel bad for this little girl. And they didn't have to. Yeah, to a certain degree, yes, but she was a little bit disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful. Yeah. Um, it didn't seem like she was thankful. She was just like, you know, do what you're told. <laughs> this is yes she had a little attitude um but she was fine i mean i didn't have a problem with her but um alfrey woodard she had a very small role mm -hmm. um but yeah i'll get into it but later she, but i liked her role i liked i liked that role it was very small but i appreciated the character um I kind of expected what she did to happen. Um, but she was in it for a brief period of time and I felt was very, was just as significant as people who were in the film for much longer. <laughs> There's a reason that she's a good, that she's like awarded. Um, you can tell who the newcomers are. <laughs> yeah. Um, she did play a pretty good role. She was in it for maybe like 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it was very short. So any other thoughts before we get into the spoilers? No, let's do it. All right. So um, at the beginning of this film, we start off with Six. He's in prison. Um, I'm not sure of what his sentence is, but it seems like it's going to be a very long time. Uh, but there's this guy from the CIA who wants to give him this opportunity to get out of prison, but work for them. Uh, pretty much... He has to follow every order that they give him and he has some freedom. You know, he can get out of prison. And um, the next scene, he's in this in this uh, kind of like club area and his mission is to take down this one guy. Uh, his name is. I forgot his name, but if you go back and look. He was in the second Captain America film. Um, he was also in Batman v Superman. He was the one that was about to light up uh, Superman's mother. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Callan um, Mulvey. Yeah. As Sierra Four. That's his name. Um, so he's the target. And six... I guess his real name is Court Gentry. Don't really hear that. I remember hearing that in the film. <laughs> yeah, but um, Six, his mission is to assassinate him, you know, quietly. But as these missions usually go, not, not according to plan, um, there's a big ruckus. Uh, also, Anna de Armas as Danny Miranda, she's there, um, I guess kind of backing him up. And you know, everybody's going crazy. Um, 
I'm just going to call him Ford. He gets he gets the tip that he's under attack. He starts to run away. Um, his crew start to is starting to protect him. Um, but they get to a point where it's just six and four, and you know they battle, beat each other up. But six gets the upper hand. But before six is able to kill him, four wants to tell him why he is the target, and he tells him the people that you're working for are not as clean as you think. And I'm going to give you this little necklace with this chip inside. It has all the information that you need to take them down. Um, so I'm just going to give this to you. And then, you know, do what you want to do. You can kill me. Which he does. Um, and also, Six, he does have communication with the CIA, like the crew that is um, telling him what to do. But I think at this point, there might be some mix up in the signal and they don't hear the conversation that they have. Um, I can't remember exactly what happened, but you know, they, they lose communication and the CIA, you know, they're monitoring this whole thing and they're thinking that, you know, this conversation is taking a little bit too long and we want to know six. What did four tell you? What, what did this guy tell you? And he's like, um, or what did he tell you? And what did he give you? And six is like, you know, what? he didn't give me anything. You know, I just killed him and went about my business. And at this point, six is not actually in person with them. He's just talking to them over the phone. Um, but re what, what really happened was uh, four told him that he was a part of the same crew um, that six was a part of. He was in prison just like him. They gave him an opportunity to, to get out of prison so he could uh, follow the CIA's orders and be that middleman, the gray man that could just do whatever. Um, but Six, he is very suspicious of the CIA at this point. I'm not sure if he was previously, but he is now. And um, he's on the run. And he wants to go back to Billy Bob Thornton which is a very trusted guy, a trusted friend of his. And um, the CIA knows that. So they want to intercept that before he gets there. Um, and Ryan Gosling, he's just on the run for most of this film. And this is when we have Denny Carmichael, <laughs> The guy who's supposed to be in charge of the CIA, you know, the manager, he brings in Danny Miranda, who's also on that same mission with Six, just to see what was going on. Um, she didn't really see what was going on, but she wants to find out for herself. Um, but since Denny Carmichael can't get anything out of her, he turns to one of his guys who, I guess, has um, cleaned up all of his messes which is Chris Evans uh, playing Lloyd Hansen. So yeah, he hires Chris Hansen. Oh, that's not right. No, <laughs> Chris. What? That's, that's not right. That's, um, <laughs> that's the guy from um, who exposes people. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that came up. Um, just mix up the name. But Chris is, the, I mean, that's his actual name. So it makes sense. But he hires Lloyd Hansen. And um, Lloyd has a whole, you know, army of people that he can uh, 
get to take down six. Um, he's able to get in contact with six and tell him, hey, you know, I give this give you this opportunity as one last opportunity to tell me what he told you. Get hand over what uh, four gave you and we can go out and buy our business. But six refuses and says he didn't give me anything. And I don't know what you're talking about. But six six gets the idea that he now has to run for his life. Um, and Lord Hansen, he tries to gain the upper hand by going after uh, Billy Bob Thornton and his uh, granddaughter by holding them hostage, trying to get information out of them so they can find out where Six is. But Six, you know, he's a very elusive guy. Most times we're told that and not exactly shown it. But um, mm -hmm. I feel like most of the people that he goes up against are pretty dumb. Oh, yeah. They're, they're fighting them one at a time. They're making stupid mistakes. They're not the, they're not the A team here. No. Um, well, he takes out their whole team. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, six, he's on the run. I don't know how this guy even sleeps or survives anything. Because um, hmm. he's on the run for days. No sleep at all. Um, minimal food. <laughs> Bouncing off of cars. I mean, th this this guy is ridiculous. You would think that he is a super soldier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, broken ribs, being shot. Fine. Put a bandaid on, it's fine. Yeah, he, he just walks away like it's nothing. Um, doesn't even, you know, grab the area in pain if he does get hit by something. Um, never loses cool. Always just cool calm and collected but um it gets to a point where six is able to get to uh Alf alfrey woodard um i guess she was connected with uh billy bob thornton maybe i'm not sure yeah so um they the necklace that was on four's neck that he had took he had mailed to someone and he mailed it to her they found out they mailed it to Italy or whatever it was a Prague, um, and then that's when they broke ripped the guy's fingernails off when they asked him who was who's in Prague who's important and they found out it was Alfred Woodard and that's how they all got there. Yeah, so uh, six he talks with her just to catch up with her and see what's on the little chip that was given to him by four because it seems like she has the technology to do that. Mm -hmm. See that. The CIA has been very dirty. They've been, you know, doing all these things across the world, which is uh, unethical, and they could get in a lot of trouble. And so they they want to expose them. Um, but they know that they have to first escape this place because uh, Lloyd Hansen is after them with his with his army, and he has like this, you know, kind of command center where he can just tell them what to do. Um, so he doesn't really approach six yet not in person but um alfrey woodard she knows that this will probably be her last moments so so she gives six time to escape while she blows up the guys who are initially after him um and they are in a foreign country so um there are different laws <laughs> mm -hmm. so the way that 
I guess Lord Hansen and his crew are able to just absolutely destroy cops in this film and not <laughs> receive any kind of punishment is ridiculous. Yeah, and, and he's warned um, by um, Danny, um, who's kind of, the, or not Danny, no, it was Suzanne. Was. Suzanne, um, who was there kind of being like the, the good cop to his bad cop. Uh, but he did not care. There were no consequences either. No. Um, all she does is really just be angry and, and yell at him. <laughs> For most of the film. I'll say 99% of the film. Yeah. That's what she does. Um, but yeah. Uh, Six is able to escape out of the um, house of Alfre Woodard. The place explodes and she kills all those ones that were about to go after six and she dies also but six he encounters the italian police and they tell him um you know put your hands up we're gonna arrest you um because he might be the cause of the explosion so they take him in um but they start to see all these other people start to surround them with guns and they take him to like this uh very public park um they put handcuffs around him and chain him to the bench while they try to fend off some of these people. <laughs> and this is when the overkill starts to happen. Um, it was pre- it's pretty good action. Uh, oh, yeah. Because they just go all out, just start killing cops. Um, this is when Suzanne, she's like, oh, so we're going to kill cops now? And he's like, okay, I don't care. <laughs> right. Um, and I guess he's done it before. No repercussions. That's what it seems like. He's one of the, he's part of the reason the CIA is dirty because they'll do anything. Yeah. And they can just pay him off because he's, you know, kind of like an independent person. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just slaughter everybody. I mean, they just bring out all kinds of guns, rocket launcher. I kind of felt like it was a little bit like Call of Duty and hmm. Grand Theft Auto because he had all these weapons and it's all out in the public. And he never got, <laughs> But so dumb, he never got hit. People, you know, people get injured or die because of accidental gunshots, and they had actual cannons, and they could not hit this man. He was chained to a bench at one point, and they still couldn't hit him. Yeah, it made yeah. no sense. Yeah, and uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Lloyd Hansen. He's pointing that out. He's like, we can't just kill this guy. He's chained to a bench. Right. Um, I mean, if one of those guys just shoot him with a rocket, I mean, I know it's called overkill, but he's dead. <laughs> right. Him and the whole block. But they kept missing. Yeah, but they didn't really try to shoot him with a rocket launcher. They they shot all the other cop cars and these people, mm-hmm. but they, they didn't use the rocket launcher to just blow him up. I mean, just get rid of him. I know you want to get the little um, chip, but you can pick up the pieces later. Just, just blow him up. He's chained to the bench. He can't move. But um, he finds a way to escape because his personnel is really dumb. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think uh, what's his name? Uh, Lloyd Hansen. He does encounter him at one point, and they uh kind of go back and forth. But um, nothing really comes out of it. But it, it comes to a point where uh, I think Anna de Armas, she saves six 
she saves him from the bench area and um, from all the gunshots. And pretty much her role in this is to just figure out what's going on with him. She's not exactly on his side, but she's not against him either. Um, Cause she knows that the CIA is dirty and she just wants to figure things out. Um, <laughs> but she does take him in her trunk, <laughs> drives off and they try to, you know, figure out a way to get this stuff out there. But at the same time, Lloyd Hansen, he is not giving up. Um, he has another guy who I guess is uh, almost like a one-man army himself. The guy's name is Dinesh. Um He doesn't really say anything. Um, he's just a one-man wrecking crew that goes after Six and Danny Miranda. Um, takes advantage of them being distracted. He's able to take the chip from them. Um, gets beat up himself. But also, <laughs> there comes a point in the film where he has, I guess, a code of ethics. <laughs> a very interesting point. Yeah, he, he just turns on the people that hired him because he said these people have no honor. What do you think you're being hired for? What does that mean exactly? Are you a ninja? Like what? What? You killed so many people in the process of trying to kill this one guy. But it's not worth it now. Yeah. Interesting. I guess since he didn't get paid. Uh, maybe. Because <laughs> um, pretty much after he um, brings back the chip to uh, Lord Hansen and the crew. Um, Six and Danny, they are trying to get the the uh, chip back, and you know they ambush them. And uh, Lloyd Hansen, he's like, you know what, you're not getting paid because you didn't kill him. <laughs> so pretty much that's where he just like, you know what, uh, these people have no honor. I guess since they didn't pay him, but um, he's <laughs> upset. Um, but also, I kind of skipped over a part where Lloyd Hansen, uh, you know, he kidnaps Billy Bob Thornton and his granddaughter, and he also tortures Billy Bob Thornton. Um, you know, takes off some of the fingernails, um, messes with his ears. <laughs> Just because. And that was one of the more funny parts. And I feel like it, it had to be scripted, of course, but um it was just stupid. You know, he did it and he was like, I don't even know what that does. It just felt like it. But um <laughs> torture, I guess. Yeah. He 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 was just, I guess, trying to pull his ears off his head. Um and uh he's like, Yeah, I don't know what that was, but let's get to the real torture here. Right. <laughs> That was that was uh, really funny. Um, every time that Chris Evans came on screen, you knew that something good was going to happen, mm-hmm. something in- entertaining. Uh, but he was the star of the film. He had a different mustache that you know wasn't really used to, but <laughs> 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 uh, 
It's like the evil mustache that you get. Right, it's evil Chris. Yeah. Um, but he was very entertaining. Um, but we do get that little backstory with the granddaughter. Um, you know, she has that condition. Six, he was hired to protect her uh, from anything. Um, looks like there are people that just randomly come after them. I don't know. And six takes care of them. <laughs> uh, he, he makes sure that she's, you know, well protected. Um, do you know why there were people after them? Because this is a flashback, I think. I don't I don't think so I don't think it's really important but <laughs> um, just fast forward to the present Lord Hanson he has them being held hostage and uh, Six and Danny they start to ambush the place, because I think it's actually at their home, um, Billy Bob Thornton and the granddaughter, because um, mm -hmm. it's a big area that they have to infiltrate and they start blowing up the place. Um, you know, these two people take down all these men. <laughs> um, so while Danny is, you know, creating the distraction, um, blowing up things from the outside, six is infiltrating from the inside. So he releases the granddaughter and Billy Bob Thornton, um, lets them escape, or not completely, but kind of leads them out. Um, but they're quickly found out, and some of Lord Hansen's men come come after them. And um, yet again, there's another sacrifice. Billy Bob Thornton, he tells him to go ahead, six, you know, just take care of her. I would just sit here and distract them. Um, and he does. And uh, he blows himself up, <laughs> kills those guys while they run away. But it's not over. Lloyd Hansen, you know, he's just had enough of six and he wants to just fight them one on one. Um, no guns. And I'm trying to remember, I think that so. Uh, Lord Hansen, he's able to get the granddaughter and, you know, hold her at gunpoint. But somehow she's able to shoot off a couple of his fingers <laughs> and run away. Um, I think that was that's what happened. But, um, you know, he's bleeding. He ties it up, but he wants to fight six one on one because he feels like, you know, this is a really big challenge for him and he can't wait to defeat him. And, um, you know, they have a pretty good tussle. Lord Hansen, he does get the upper hand, but then he is betrayed by, I guess his right-hand woman, Suzanne Brewer, who has been just yelling and being angry this whole time. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, she sees an opportunity to, have Lord Hanson take the fall for all of what has happened and um, still have six on board with, I guess, the CIA. Um, so they just blame everything on him. <laughs> and um, 
the granddaughter, she's able to see, receive protection and um, not fear for her life. Six, uh, he's still under their control, but he's able to escape out of where they're holding him. And, um, you know, goes back to the granddaughter, make sure she's okay. And um, they kind of just leave it up to, I think, another sequel. Because I think they yeah. do. What did you say? I said, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. From what I heard, I think they do want to have a sequel to this. And this has been pretty popular on Netflix. Yeah, I mean, it's a good cast. It's not a bad storyline. So it's really their movie to mess up. And they didn't. <laughs> well, it's it's not rated the best. It's about a 45%. But... um. I don't think it exactly stands out from most of these action assassin films, but mm. I think it's pretty good in the action and Chris Evans. But other than that, and most of the characters don't really have much of a personality. Um, I kind of wish Chris Evans was able to stick around, but they killed him. Mm. Um, hopefully they can have somebody next time around that can pick up the pieces, but uh if they stick with the same crew and have another bland person, like a, a bland opponent, then I don't know if it's going to work. Hmm. Um, what's his name? Uh, Danny Carmichael, who was the, I guess, second in command of the CIA. Uh, I guess he gets to keep his job. <laughs> right. Even though he hired the people. Um, but yeah, they leave it open for a sequel. What did you really think about this film? Like, do you think they should make a sequel? I mean, I think I think it definitely be watchable. I I don't think it's hard with action movies. I feel like they're always rated pretty low because they're pretty predictable and there's not much to them. It's really just a, it's like um, it's really just getting a cool cast together. I mean. Um, so why not? I don't think there's much they could mess up. And if they made a sequel, if they didn't make a sequel, I feel like they could make the same movie over again and we could pretend it's a sequel because it's pretty generic, you know? It's not anything special. So, but that's just how action movies are. So why not? Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe if they took the approach of the accountant because that's that's kind of like a mm -hmm. similar film but i think it's more entertaining because of mm. who you have in it i mean ben affleck in that he doesn't have any emotion but they have an explanation behind it you know um mm -hmm. how he was growing up in his childhood and then you have you know um the punisher <laughs> who's you know screaming and everything <laughs> but um I feel like that one was a little bit more interesting. Um, not as good as action, but it's, I think, overall a better film. Hmm. I don't know if I, hmm. I guess maybe, I guess maybe technically it is a better film. Um, I find this one just as interesting though. I feel like the story was just as interesting. I feel like that one had maybe a deeper story um, and this was like on a scale of like 
the uh, let's say um, inception to the Expendables. If you've seen those movies, like the Expendables is really just action. There's no story. It's just action heroes to be action heroes. This is somewhere in the middle. The accountant is closer to an inception with a thought process behind the film um, than this. So it's less, I don't know, deep. Does it make you think as much? But still, that was pretty good. Yeah, overall, I, I think this is a, a good film that could be better if they had given more personalities to some of the people like Six and... Uh... I guess some more of the villains besides uh, Chris Evans, but mm. what? Why do you think that he is maybe an anti-hero? Well, I mean, I, I thought the villain was supposed to be the, the Carmichael. Like he's the villain, and really, maybe not anti-hero, but Chris is more just the lackey. I mean, he's just doing the job, um, and depending on what you, I mean the main character isn't necessarily a good guy either. Like, he's still a murderer. He still does terrible things. This time, he was just on a mission that his boss didn't agree with. And he saved a girl in the process. So I don't necessarily think he's a good guy either. Lloyd is just a little more... He has less emotion. He doesn't care as much. Um, he's more charismatic. Um, but I, I wouldn't consider Six an angel. So they're very similar to me <laughs> characters. The way they do their stuff is just very different. I think the villain is supposed to be Carmichael. But, well, in my mind, the villain is Carmichael. I don't know if he's supposed to be. But he's just such a non-compelling in this role that no one cares about him as a villain. No, um, you could cut him out the film. Still the same film. Um, oh, yeah. Because Lloyd Hansen... He's the one pulling most of the strings, or you see him doing most of the work. Um, Carmichael, he's just at the CIA's office, being angry, waiting for things to happen. Um, and I guess he has to pick up the pieces if anything goes wrong, which they did. I mean, they just killed a whole bunch of people in a foreign country and didn't receive any repercussions. I mean, they killed police officers. Mm -hmm. But I guess they just blamed it all on Lloyd Hansen. Yeah, they just threw it all on his back, which is fine. I mean, he's <laughs> not a good guy. So <laughs> I think that's a fine thing to do. Yeah, that's that's a way to get out of it. Um, I mean, he did give the orders, but um, the CIA did hire them or hire him. So, um, there's blame to, to go around. Um, but any other thoughts before you give it a rating? No, right. All right. So the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So how'd you rate the film, The Gray Man? I would rate this as a low banger. I think it was it was fun. It was. Uh, explosions, it was action. Um, they try to make it emotional. Eh. Um, the actors are great. Chris Evans was great in this. Um, yeah, it was a good watch. I'd watch it with people. I wouldn't watch it again on my own, but if like people didn't see it before, I'd be like, hey, let's watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I, I would definitely, you know, 
um, recommend it to other people to, to watch. Um, and I would watch it again. Um, but I'm going to say a high background noise because mm. some of it you can skip. Um, and I, I would say that the action and Chris Evans are the best part of the film. Mm. But um, the story isn't exactly the best. But you can check check in and out and not really miss too much. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. I think it's filmed very nicely um, with the action and um, some of the set pieces. And with, um, I think the beginning scene in the club is shot very well. Uh, and I think the Russo brothers, isn't one of them in it? I think yes. they normally do that. Mm-hmm. I forget what scene it was, but he is in it. Um, is he part of the CIA? I think. I think he was sitting at a desk. He was a desk or a table. It wasn't like in the field, I feel like. I can't remember where it was. It might have been the end when they were um, talking about what happened. Maybe. But he wasn't, yeah. Yeah, uh, but they always add themselves in somewhere. And um, it seems like outside of the Avengers films, their films haven't been rated the highest. Mm. Do you think that's because, I mean, at its core, it's action movies aren't that exciting? They aren't really made to be that deep, but... Marvel films are just Marvel films, so they're always going to be rated higher. Uh, not always. I mean, Thor was not rated. I mean, it wasn't rated as low as this, but it's rated a little bit lower. Yeah, rated lower, but I think just, I don't know, they're held to a higher standard at the same time. Yeah, when you make... uh some of the biggest movies that have ever been made, I would agree. So they did uh, they did a few movies before Captain America went to Soldier. Um, they did Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. They did Extraction, or they were a writer on Extraction and producers. Oh, there were directors on Cherry. We did that one. Yeah. Directors and producers. Uh, this is their whole thing right here for the gray man. They, they pretty much got to direct, write, and produce this. Yeah. And they get to write and produce on Extraction 2. They're not the director, but they get to write and produce. Yeah. And um, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Extraction 2, Chris Evans. So it seems like they still continue to work with some of the Marvel crew, even outside of the Avengers. So um, mm. I'm excited to see what else they make. I thought they 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 had some kind of part in um, one of Chadwick Boseman's last movies. Um, what was that movie called? Where they shut down the city. Oh, I... <laughs> That was them. Um, Bridges. Yeah, Twenty One Bridges. Thought they might have some role in that. 
And so that's unfortunate. <laughs> you didn't like that film? Well, I mean, of of quality, I wouldn't wasn't the best. <laughs> okay. Well, um, yeah, but any other thoughts about the gray man? No, I think they said the words gray man once and it wasn't about six. I think it was about Lloyd. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that. Uh, I mean, it is a little long, so I don't think. Yeah, I, I think is when they were introducing Floyd, he was the gray man, which is interesting. And six is becoming a gray man, I guess. I don't know. Okay, I got you. So because it's someone who's off the books, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, they can do the dirty work. Right. But hopefully, maybe they bring um, Chris Evans as, an, as I mean, not Chris Evans, um, Chris Hemsworth as the next villain. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I like that, but. <laughs> we can, he can bring um, some of those drugs from Spiderhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that does it for us at AM Reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.